Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. years in direct work in HR and seeing 
the value of HR and, and what it does. And, and just a little history on me as well regarding how I got into HR. So I was studying in the university, trying, trying to decide what I wanted to do. I had a psych major and wondered what I would do with that. You know, after I graduated, what would be my next steps? And uh, at, at the end of that, uh, of, of my uh, of my university studies, I ran across an human resources minor, and at the end of that minor, there there was this thing called a PHR that that you could take before you graduated, and so I I took that PHR, uh, and really gave me the the direction that I needed in my career, and really launched my career in HR. It it uh, passing that PHR gave me the confidence that I needed to get into the HR field and and have the credibility to find that right role. Started into the, into human resources and um it really it helped me advance my career. And along along my career, I you know, I I later uh got the SPHR and the GPHR and I can tell you uh those certifications not only helped me with my knowledge base in in human resources but really helped me to to advance my career all along the way. And so uh, HRCI um, has been around since 1976 and have, you know, my story isn't unique. We, the, the Certification Institute has aided uh, over half a million people be certified in in HR and really help them to advance their career and, and, and move it along. And it, it gives gives us credibility, gives us the knowledge that we need to really uh, exceed and excel in in the AHR profession. Um, now, for this session, I really want to concentrate on the certifications that HRCI offer. Um, for mm -hmm. some of our listeners, they may not even know, you know, we're good at acronyms and everything. It's an acronym for everything these days. And so um, kind of talk to talk them through, you know, each one of them, what is an APHR, a PHR, an SPHR, the GPHR, and, you know, how do, you know, you determine which certification should you actually apply for? And so let's start out with the, the easiest one, the APHR. Yes. Um, so the the APHR actually was created a few years ago, and in in the in the last session of of, of these podcasts, this series of podcasts, I talked about my background and um, how I took the PHM right out of college, and it helped me launch my career. Uh, since then, HRCI has made some changes to the eligibility to, to take that exam. In the past, you could take the PHR in college and actually um, have the certification after a few years of APHR experience after that fact. Uh, but we have changed it, the eligibility for the PHR where you, couldn't, you can't do that in the university space anymore. So the APHR was really created to fill that gap uh, for entry-level people coming into HR and also for people, say, transitioning out of the military or um, or transitioning into HR from another career, so the APHR uh, has has a lesser uh, qualification or requirements to to actually take the exam. 
So it really it allows people the opportunity to to enter the space of HR, to have a really great base knowledge of human resources, and start start their career in in HR. Uh, in fact, the requirements are uh, a high school diploma or equivalency, uh, and and really no no HR experience. And so it's it's ideal again for students, for those transitioning out of the military and folks transitioning into into HR from from another career. One of the main things that uh, when you take a look at obtaining your certification, um, it's stated uh, each one of the certification has a particular eligibility um, for one of them. For, as he stated, for the PHR, they wanted you to have um, some a college degree um, there in HR. For those that may not have absolutely no experience no HR experience at all, and for those that may not um, have any foundation or background in HR, that APHR is going to provide you, as Brad stated, with those essential uh, foundation to actually, you know, have a, a working knowledge of HR where you can make a contribution to HR. Now, I know that, uh, you know, we service a lot of small business owners where we become their HR department um, for them. But there are a lot of small businesses that really cannot take on that added expense of having um, a company such as ours become their HR department. And so a good way to, you know, supplement your knowledge or, or at least provide you with the foundation of the things that need to be done is by acquiring that APHR certification. That's for you as a business owner, or if you have a person that's in your office that's taking on those HR responsibilities, that APHR certification um, would be ideal for that type of individual. And so um, consider that for that uh, particular certification or obtaining that certification. Now, one of the questions I am quite sure that uh, some of you may have is that, you know, what if I just wanted the knowledge of it because I'm so busy, I'm so busy, and I totally get that and agree with that. Um, the certification period, and maybe, Brad, I think we, you've joined us back again. Um, can you talk to us about what is the time frame between taking the course and taking the exams that a participant would have? That's that's a great question, and I think uh, I'm back. Thank you. Um, yeah. So once once you uh, it, it's done a couple of different ways. So some people will take a course and then go to our website and purchase the exam. And and once you purchase the exam, there is a a time limit as to how long uh, you have to take the exam, and that's that's actually 120 days. So some people start the course and buy the exam at the same time. They feel like they can do the course, be prepared and take the exam. Some people prepare and then they buy the exam after and start their 120-day 120, 120 uh, time window to take the exam. So you can do either one. Okay. So if you were that individual that felt like, okay, let me get the knowledge and do the course first, and then you wanted that extra time frame to study for the exam, that is possible so you're able to actually do that and start that clock after taking the exam. And so 
with that flexibility, hopefully that, you know, will coincide with your schedule. So to make sure that it is, to let you know it is possible for you to actually accomplish this. It really okay. is. And, and, and what's great, too, is we don't have any restrictions around when you can uh, purchase that exam and sign up for the exam. They're, they're year-round. We don't have any specific testing windows. And so it, it's, uh, it, it's what, what works for you, which I like that flexibility as well. That is. And, and understanding that flexibility allows you to coincide that with what you have going on within your business. If you know that there is a particular time of the year that business kind of slows down, then this is the perfect way to actually include that during that time where things kind of slow down for the organization and give you time or individuals in the organization to concentrate on, you know, fulfilling um, the exam and or the class time there for us. And so keep that in mind. Now tell us a little bit about, uh, you mentioned the, uh, before we took a little bit of a break for the technical difficulties, Tell us a little bit about the PHR again, and who is that designed for? Yeah, so the PHR is really um, designed for your your day-to-day HR expert. And so, um, you know, some of the functional areas that you would concentrate on specifically would be, you know, the 20% of the exam is business management. Uh, you've got talent acquisition and planning in there, 16%, learning development, 10%, total rewards, and employee relations. So really it's when when I think of the PHR, I think of your, you know, that that HR manager that is really holding everything together, the day to day function of, of, of a great human resources manager is really what that PHR is designed for. Okay. And then the the, the qualification or eligibility for the PHR again? Yes, yeah, so for the PHR if you have uh a master's degree it's it's just a year of of hr experience if you do not have that master's degree um then it's uh, a minimum of two years and a bachelor experience a bachelor's degree and if you don't have the bachelor's degree it's a minimum of four years of experience in hr so there's kind of a depending on your experience and your education level that that's how those work so without a degree, it's four years of experience. Yeah. Awesome. And so, and the tell us about the SPHR. So the SPHR, and I think I alluded to this in 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 the last uh, last part of this podcast, or where we talked about, you know, the the strategic as- aspect of of HR. It's really, if you if you take and pass the SPHR, you're you have you know extended knowledge in in how uh, you know business functions and how business strategy works and and really you know those conversations that we were talking about around mergers and acquisitions it really sets you up for that type of a strategic role when you're interacting at the higher level of the organization and and prepared to to do more higher level uh, a, a, a higher level HR function at at uh, at your uh, place of work, and so that's um, that's what that uh, is is designed for. And so, if if you look at the breakdown, just the you know the business management part is is just a bigger part of the exam that you take. For example, leadership and strategy is forty percent of that exam. 
So it's really built for that type of uh, HR person at that level. Awesome. And then the global PHR? So the GPHR global is, is really, uh, it teaches you U.S. law around, uh, you know, uh, international issues for HR. For example, if, you, if you're uh, operating internationally and you're bringing expats in and out of the country and all of the laws and the aspects and the logistics around how that works, it prepares you, that exam prepares you for those types of things. So it's it's really designed to be more kind of a, a U.S.-based company and, and the laws around how that works and 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 how the the international aspect of that really functions. And so if you have a GPHR, you really are an expert in operating internationally for, for a company in the HR space. And that's important, considering that we are a global economy now. There are a lot of businesses mm -hmm. of all industries and sizes that really that is applicable to, and you need an HR professional that has a global perspective in order to assist you in those markets. And so I can't stress really? that enough. Exactly, and international you know, immigration laws and all those things are very key to that. And and I wanted to reiterate too from from the last podcast that uh the these these exams are developed by HR experts in the area. And so when we create the GPHR, we we bring people in that that have that knowledge and that knowledge base. So uh, we and I wanted to mention too, we do have some other certifications that we call our international certifications and I want to delineate those. For example, we have a PHRI, an SPHRI, and an APHRI, and the I means international. But what we were trying to do with those exams, they really aren't specific uh, around inter international law. What they really are is an international standard, and so they're so they're very similar to the APHR, the PHR, and the SPHR. Uh, but we don't have the U.S. law in those. It, it it's may it's meant to be. Uh, an international standard, but the true global certification really is about international law or U.S. law as opposed to international business and HR. Awesome. Now, for our, we have a California office, and so for our California folks, you guys do have a certification just for California. For those of you that do not know, California has a whole separate beast in and of itself when it comes to <laughs> employment law. And there are some other states that are they're trending that direction too, but for the California folks, you guys have a certification for them too. We do, and in fact, I think it's about oh, I think it's about eight years old now. And our our HR professionals um, from California came to us and said, "We are so different," and and it, it's such a to your point such a different uh, world around the laws and the HR issues, we need our own certification. So it, it was really HR professionals that came to us and said, we need this. And so, uh, you know, with our, we brought them in and, and, and created it as, as, uh, as an HRCI exam standard. <clears throat> and it's, it's really highly valued and it's very specific to California HR. If you, if you pass this exam, 
And, and I have to say, and I don't want to scare people off, it's, it's probably the lowest pass rate that we have. It's a difficult exam. Those who pass it really know their, their California HR stuff. They, they are experts in it. And so um, that, that, that was created to really cater to, to the laws. And, in fact, at one point we had, you know, you had to pass one of our other certifications to either a PHR or the SPHR to get this certification. But um, we found that the laws are so different, federal versus California law, that people are having to learn laws around the SPHR and PHR and then kind of unlearn them for the California laws because they're so different. And so, uh, right, it's a standalone now where you, you get the PHRCA specifically, and, and, and if that was the only one you wanted from us, you, you could get that as a standalone, which is it's a great certification. Uh, incredible. It is. And so, Brett, I know that I thank you so much for joining us, and I know that you have another engagement that you need to get to. Can you give us HRCI's website information again and also about your information about your uh, your discount that you're offering or extending out to our listeners so that we can get that in before you leave us today? Yeah, thank you so much. Visit us at hrci.org and come and learn about how you can be certified and find more detail about which certification is right for you. And for limited time for listening to this podcast, um, you can just uh, simply enter HRPOD75 as a, a promo code and receive $75 off for listening to this podcast. And that's for limited time, but it's HRPOD75. And you can find that on you, you can apply that at hrci.org and find all the information you need about HRCI there and our certifications. It is. Again, thank you so much, Brad, for taking the time out of your busy day um, to join us and provide us with such valuable information for not only business owners, but also for HR professionals. And again, thank you again to HRCI for, you know, being there really for HR professionals such as myself. We all need a place that we can go to to not only advance our careers, but also deepen our understanding of HR itself. And so the information that you guys provide us and the support that you provide us on behalf of HR professionals and business owners, I want to say thank you to HRCI. Um, because it has been a tremendous resource, I am certain, to a number of us um, in advancing our careers as well as, you know, helping us in our day-to-day -day functions as an HR professional. Well, thank you for having me. I sure appreciate it, and we appreciate everyone's support out there. Thanks again. Awesome, awesome. And so, guys, I want to take these last few couple of minutes to help you understand how do we actually identify um, a good HR professional, which Brett had alluded to earlier in actually stating how, you know, HR professionals actually outpace other non-certified um, HR professionals. If you have someone in your office or you're looking at interviewing an HR professional, um, I know in most of the job descriptions we put down, that we would desire for them to have a certification. As Brett stated earlier, it really sets you apart as being an HR professional when you're certified because you're saying that you're committed to the profession. You're committed to advancing yourself. You're committed to making certain that you play a vital part in the strategic planning process of the organization 
in that person is really saying, I'm committed to having a seat at the table um, there when it comes to the organization. A lot of the different certifications that we talked about today, if you're going to be an organization that expands out globally, um, you need someone there with that global PHR certification um, there so that they understand the immigration laws for your expats. And so, or if you're going to be uh, someone that's going to take or is a manager and that they're managing your people as an HR manager, that person needs the actual knowledge and information that certification will provide them so that they will be a little bit more effective in that position. Most of you know that here at Everything HR, we want all of our HR professionals to be certified. And that's pretty much a qualification that we have because we want to set ourselves apart as being someone um, or an organization that take their positions in their jobs as they're working with our customer base um, seriously. And so um, do take the time to go out to our website. As we stated, we are uh, a certification body that do provide the HRCI certification. We do have courses that are coming up, and so please take the opportunity to go out to the website and take a look at that too as well. You also will find us on the HRCI website in our courses and classes that we have listed up there too as well. And be sure to share this podcast with others that may have not been able to join us today. Um, also note that you can reach out to us for any questions um, since this is a recording at support at everythinghrfs.net. That's support at everythinghrfs.net. Or give us a call here in the office at 586-461-1400. Again, that number is 586-461-1400. Again, thank you so very much for taking the time out of your day to join us. If you have any questions, again, feel free, um, like I stated, to take advantage of either going on HRCI's website and see if you can find the information that you need there, or just simply reach out to myself or anyone here in my office here, and we'll be more than happy to help you. Have a great day, and I look forward to you joining us again on next week.